Good evening. And thank you all so much for coming. I don't want to take up any of our precious time tonight except to introduce my co-worker and sometimes partner in crime on various projects, Troy Vallis, who works in the Sargent Memorial Collection at the Norfolk Public Library. And we refer to him as our digital guru because Troy is so involved in digitizing our collection of some 60,000 <coughs> photographic negatives that we got from the Virginian pilot and has been discovering images that we've never seen before and I'm sure anybody else has. They may not even have been printed in the paper. So he's going to share a little bit of that with you tonight as well as some information about the men who took the pictures. Troy? Thank you. Thank you very much for coming. I'm glad you're here that I can share with you some of the interesting finds and of course uh, the stories about the gentlemen that took these pictures that uh, we all come to love and, uh, and cherish through the years. Um, of course there are some handouts, uh, these white little handouts that have biographies on, on the photographers. Also on the back I did a brief timeline on still photography so it gives you an idea say when the first digital camera was produced uh, when was the film developed that we we know the 35 millimeter so it's a neat little outline and we also have some of the books that are available with these pictures in them we have them on the table as well as in the library's collection so you can check out these books at any of the branches but let's get started this is the story of the photographic history of Norfolk. Of course, a lot of these pictures that you'll see tonight and the gentlemen that took these photographs, they also tended to be not only solely of Norfolk, but also of uh, the region at large. So, um, of course, for tonight's purposes, I just did more of city of Norfolk, but um, if you will go on and look at the pictures taken by Charles Borges or Harry Mann or Carol Walker, a lot of these pictures and a lot of the areas that they covered went further uh, all the way up to Richmond, uh, Williamsburg, down to the Outer Banks. So it's, uh, in a sense, these gentlemen chronicled uh, the lives in this uh, places in this region. But for tonight, we're doing Norfolk. So let's get going. In terms of photographic history of Norfolk. Photography really didn't get going until the late early 1840s. In 1839, Daguerre came out with these what we call daguerreotypes. Uh, basically it's uh, a glass photograph that has basically it's a still still life of people or places. So um, also the Civil War, uh, Matthew Brady sent photographers out and they just took tons and tons of photographs. Brady was uh, trying to be a commercial photographer and was hoping that the government would buy the negatives, uh, these glass negatives and photographs and reimburse them for all the cost. But it turned out that the government never did. Uh, or if it, it did, it only did just a little bit. So he basically uh, was broke by the time he died. Locally, by the 1880s, uh, you start seeing uh, Faber photography. They're doing images, portrait shots of people. Sometimes jewelers downtown uh, would sell 
and help produce some of the photographs. In terms of maps and drawings, Norfolk actually got going. You start seeing a lot of them by the 1840s, 1850s. And drawings, this is from 1844. It's actually the Virginia Bank there on Main Street. This is actually the uh, harbor scene of Norfolk, published in Harper's Weekly, basically from 1856, uh, a year after the yellow fever epidemic. There in the right-hand corner, you see uh, Portsmouth Naval Hospital. And then MacArthur Memorial, way in the back, that dome back there. It would have been City Hall, but uh, today it's MacArthur Memorial. Of course, uh, the Civil War brought a lot of the um, images, the drawings, uh, the lithographs. Uh, you'll see like Harper's Weekly and Frank Leslie's um, newspapers, weeklies. Here's, of course, a drawing of the uh, Virginia attacking the Cumberland. You'll see a lot, you see a lot more being published of Norfolk. Here's Harper's Weekly a few weeks after Norfolk fell. They had drawings of some of the events that happened during the fall of Norfolk and burning of the naval yard. Frank Leslie found out that what he would do is that they would take basically the lithographs, the drawings, and do wood cuttings for these images. And that as a way to speed up the process, they would break like this whole sheet into about 12 different pieces and 12 different artists would work on each of those blocks. So by the time they got finished, they would combine the blocks together and we'll have an image like this that they will be able to print and save time to get it out before everybody did. This is actually one of the earliest photographs of Norfolk, actually of Norfolk Shipyard, taken by James Gardner in December of 64. So this is about two years after Norfolk has fallen and is under uh, Union occupation. Of course, the retreating Confederates burned the yard so uh, the un Union forces couldn't use it. This is probably, from what I've seen, actually the oldest known photograph of Norfolk City, taken probably about 1865, some even up to 1870. But this is actually a view of Bank Street from Main Street. So basically where the black Main Street Tower, that's probably kind of like in this lower left-hand corner. So you're actually looking up towards uh, where MacArthur Memorial and MacArthur Mall is today. That's actually one of the old, probably one of the oldest photographs known of, of Norfolk here. And of course, by the times you get into the 1800s, 1880s, uh, 1890s, you start seeing more lithographs, more proliferation of images of Norfolk, various scenes. Here's basically looking east down the Elizabeth River towards like Campostella Bridge, basically the beginnings of the Berkeley Bridge right there in front. A lot of the books uh, promoting Norfolk uh, businesses in Norfolk and promoting the area, you'll see a lot in these books these type of images uh, showing up. And of course, you see a couple panorama shots. Here's from 1872. Actually, there's a large book on the table, but this is some of the earliest uh, photographs turned into picture books. Of course, this is the Monticello Hotel, where Granby Street and City Hall is. The federal building that uh, stands there today is 
that location. So, and of course, if you see the, the MacArthur Memorial City Hall right there on the, on the right. Of course, the Jamestown Exposition held there at the, now the site of the Naval Station. Of course, big event where a lot of people came in. Of course, it was a financial failure. They could never get enough people to come and visit the site. But uh, they took a lot of photographs, so. Which kind of leads into our first gentleman. Tonight, of course, I'm talking about four gentlemen, Harry uh, Cowles Mann, Charles Borges, Hardin Vollmer, and of course, Carol Walker. So the reason why I chose them as the leading photographers of Norfolk is that uh, it's the proliferation of their work. That if you go anywhere today, if you see any books that have been published recently within the last, say, 50 years, uh, most of their works are, are what you see uh, in those books. Um, that's not to say that there's uh, other photographers that are out there, um, but for if you ever walk into a museum or uh, the Chrysler, or if you walk into, if you had the chance, walk into the Farm Fresh there at downtown, uh, images that you would have seen in the restaurants and in the grocery stores and businesses basically come from one of these four gentlemen. So we'll start with Harry. Actually, he wasn't a native of Norfolk. His family, of course, came out of Petersburg. But of course, we didn't know much about him. Before his time, he got here in Norfolk in 1907. His brother, James, was a prominent lawyer and judge uh, here in Norfolk. And his brother sat on one of the governing boards for the Jamestown Exposition Corporation. So he brought his brother down and got him a job in the photography department. So he started learning the trade there in at the event. So if you ever see some of the pictures from the expo exposition, you never know. He may have been one of the ones that took the image. Uh, and of course, we don't know uh, which ones he took because it just says, it just credits the exposition uh, company. So he loved taking shots of around the area, especially around Cape Henry. At that time in the 1910s, it was basically unspoiled wilderness. So he gained a lot of recognition for his works. London, New York, Paris, even the National Geographic published a couple of his pictures and their issues. So he was world renowned in his own right. He settled here in Norfolk about 1909 as a, and became a commercial photographer for the area. Of course, a lot of his work tended to be more of buildings, businesses, regional shots. If you saw in the newspaper the shot of the harbor, that was actually one of his. Uh, I know Larchmont residents, uh, they love that panorama of, from about 1915 of Larchmont that shows Jamestown Crescent. He was the one that took that picture. Um, of course, uh, there's others where it's like the uh, Twin City Motorcycle Club. He took that one as well. So it's, um, his work is uh, prolific. He basically was active for about 20 years, but he had to give it up about 1920, uh, 24, when his health started to go. He died there in Lynchburg and then uh, was buried with his family in Blanford up in Petersburg. Of course, this is one of the, his shots of uh, Cape Henry, scenic shots. Brooke and Gregory, they're on Bermuda Street, right near where the City Hall is. 
commercial place, YMCA, uh, Norfolk Y. Well, of course, now as we know it, uh, Union Mission. And then, of course, Bird and Baldwin, uh, which is now a steakhouse. <laughs> of course, the Navy, uh, taken there at Hermitage, uh, about 1917. Of course, the war bonds during World War I. And of course, he went out on one of the destroyers on a training mission for death charges. Or they could have actually been after German subs, you never know. Of course, President Taft's visit uh, in 24, I believe it's Granby Street, basically where the Taswell Hotel is. So that's at least a, a sampling of Harry Mann's work. Charles Borges is the second gentleman in our group. He was a native, born in Brambleton, attended public schools here. He was a natural baseball player who tried out for the semi-pros out in Bristol. But unfortunately, he broke his ankle and couldn't play. So as he came back and recuperated, he started his love of photography. So by the time he got back from the Norfolk Blues, he got a job with the pilot. His work of 41 years with the pilot as their main photographer, he himself got recognition for national and international events, kind of like the coverage of the Romas crash and, of course, his sports. He retired in 56 and is buried there in Elmwood. So these two pictures coming are his coverage of the Berkeley fire in 1922. It just wiped out several blocks of, in Berkeley. It started at a lumber yard on the Elizabeth River, and it just went straight into downtown Berkeley and just wiped out whole sections. With the pilot, he was able to catch a lot of the aviation history and tradition of the area. This is from about 1930. Where is this building? Yep, Bush and Onley. It's now like a computer repair store and whatnot, but uh, the building is still there. Of course, VJ Day here in Norfolk. They're celebrating in the streets. The first car to come off the Ford plant's assembly line, 1924. People there in Larchmont would recognize Larchmont Elementary. Clancy football team from the like early 30s. Now, I found this in uh, one of the negatives when we were scanning. So this is actually a commercial place looking towards the ferry, uh, taken about 1924, July. You see the Confederate monument. That monument's, of course, still there today. But everything else around it was obliterated, basically, in the 60s during redevelopment. So basically, where Norfolk Southern building is today was more on the left. And the Bank of America building is, is there on the right. This was actually another one that never made it into the paper. Actually, we have this great shot I found in one of the negatives. It was one of those in a box that nobody knew about. And it just started scanning the photographs and the negatives in, in this packet. And it just phenomenal what came out. Of course, this is to George Washington. She was part of the Old Dominion steamship line. So this picture is from 25, just right after she got christened and launched. Of course, the Sea Scouts with the Boy Scouts going out on their, one of their cruises about 1930, 31. Unfortunately, some of the negatives that we have don't have dates on them, but we can kind of place them by where they are in the, in the collection. And sometimes we are very lucky when uh, we look in the newspaper and 
we'd be looking for something else on a different story, and bam, there's that image. So usually we'll, uh, we find it that way. Of course, the 1933 hurricane, this is one of the cottages here in Ocean View. Fortunately, it got whacked. And of course, I'm sure you've seen this picture all over downtown when Granby Street flooded. This was actually, any baseball fans out there, this is Bain Field, which was home for the Norfolk Tars, which is the predecessor of the Norfolk Tides. So this was their stadium off of 20th Street. This is actually a merged image. In the packet, it's actually three separate images. And we were able to piece it together and almost seamlessly. So, I mean, it's like, wow. This is actually the aircraft carrier Saratoga. This is actually a picture of her when her first visit to Norfolk in 28, January of 28. She was coming down getting provisions and ammunition for her maiden voyage. She saw a lot of action in the Pacific front and survived the war only to be sunk by the A-bomb at Bikini Atoll. This actually is another Borges. This is Memorial Day, 1941. And believe it or not, in terms of a digital image, this is about three days old. Actually, I scanned this image about uh, on Monday, and I had a, one of our volunteers help me research. And so it's Granby Street, right there in front of the federal courthouse. Borges, of course, uh, for any naval historian, they would love him because in our collection of his work, there are all sorts of pictures of cruisers, destroyers, carriers, airplanes, naval personnel, and it's just phenomenal of uh, the ships that were stationed here. And of course, during the war, uh, World War II, a lot of them saw action on the Pacific front, or some of them played important roles in major battles. This is actually the West Virginia. And of course, she's the one that was at Pearl Harbor too, so. But here uh, with her flags, uh, signal flags flying. Vollmer was actually contemporary for Borges. He was the Charles Borges for the Norfolk Ledger Dispatch. Borges, of course, was the pilot, and Vollmer was for the Ledger Dispatch. He was born in Richmond, came down here, developed a passion for photography. Vollmer uh, took a lot of more of the people shots. Golf during the 4th of July, 1938. The stands filled at Bain Field during July 4th. Of course, Ocean View. Norfolk had some famous starlets that came and made it in Hollywood. The lady on the right is Margaret Sullivan. These are actually German POWs there in Virginia Beach. This was 1944. They had a camp right behind the Central Library, right in that area. So Vollmer actually took pictures of them working. Sometimes some of these images, you have no idea what you're looking at or it may, on the packet, will say Chinese sailors, and it'll give a date, and it's just, okay. Why did you take pictures of Chinese sailors? <laughs> As we found it in the newspaper, these were actually Chinese nationalist sailors brought over to get three cargo ships that were in mothball, and they were gonna run the blockade, the Japanese blockade into Shanghai. And from what we can tell, looking at some of the ship records, the manifest, there's the Lloyd's Register in like the United States Merchant Service listing of ships. It looks like they made it, because some of the ships show up years later. But in 1937, they made a transcontinental trip from 
San Francisco to here, took on supplies and ran the Japanese blockade. Just to give you a little history, by 37, Japan was declared war on China and was attacking uh, deep into China. So uh, these materials were needed for the war. But of course, just like uh, a lot of the photographers here, they were able to capture bits and pieces of national and international events here in Norfolk. So locals will probably recognize this. Harrison's Fishing Pier, their first day of opening, August 6, 1947. Sometimes we get pictures like this and it's like, okay, but what's going on with this one? These are actually the newsboys for the Ledger Dispatch and they're out of Park Place. So this is, was taken in 34. This one I think got a little bit out of sequence, but this is another shot of the German POWs working in one of the fertilizer plants. Not only was his passion for photography, but he also did a lot of artwork on his own. Soapstone, etching, block printing. This is an example of one of his works from Lights of Day, which was a poetry book done by a local poet, Charles Day. Vollmer died in 71 and is buried with family in Forest Lawn. And of course, the last but not least, Carol Walker, born in Baltimore, moved down here to Brambleton section. His father, of course, died young when he was a young boy and left to uh, be raised by his mother. He hoped to become a painter, even went up to New York for the School of Industrial Arts. But of course, this was during the Great Depression and had to come home to get a job. So he worked with the Norfolk Western. And by when he retired, he actually started as a second career as a professional photographer. I got a whole file drawer full of wedding pictures. So, so I, don't, I don't think we'll be doing any scanning of those anytime soon yet. But one of his great things, even though he took a lot of photographs on his own, his contribution definitely to the photographic history of Norfolk is that he collected a lot of previous pictures. Through his collection, he rediscovered Harry Mann. Local families gave him their old photographs. He would go through trash cans to pull them out, went to people, would buy them. Part of the reason why we have a lot of the images that we have today is because of his, uh, his work. He did publish two books, one for the tricentennial history of Norfolk and a pictorial history. They're still around if you ever want to try to find a copy. This is one of the images he received. This is the Reina Mercedes, which was one of the Spanish ships sunk at the Battle of Santiago during the Spanish-American War. So it was brought here to Norfolk as a war trophy. So this is taken at the Naval Shipyard. Downtown picture from 1905, Cape Henry, probably from the, about 1930. And of course, Ocean View. This actually came from a glass negative. Uh, instead of a film negative, this actually came from a glass. And sometimes you never know what you're going to find. Some of the first images that I scanned for the library, we had these pictures of these about 17 images of planes. And I just couldn't figure out where in the world did these come from? I kept looking and looking and looking. And finally, this was actually the Curtis Flying Field there in Newport News. Amy Yarinski just did a recent book on the Curtis Flying Field, but 
this was one of the first air schools, flying schools here, outside of Library of Congress. These are about the only ones, a uh, large cache of them that have been found. This is another glass negative from about 1917. What's interesting is we think, we're not sure yet, of course there's no dates, nothing uh, to say that it's Norfolk. We kind of know it's Norfolk by the buildings, but we believe the, one of the ladies in there is Pauline Adams, one of the significant pro uh, prominent suffragettes in Virginia. So we think, we got to keep looking and researching. And of course, Carroll loved history, and especially the Civil War. He took part in a lot of the reenactments. He took his children, Skip and Carol, to a lot of the reenactments too. So we have in the collection a bunch of images from the reenactments. So sometimes he likes to be on the other side. But what's great about Carol's work is that he took a lot of pictures from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and into the 80s when Norfolk was transforming itself through the redevelopment. So we have a lot of images of progress through those years. Downtown, basically where the Omni Hotel sits now, they basically just whole-scaled wiped out the entire downtown section. Not only did he love Civil War, but he also loved ships. This is actually the Simon Boulevard, Venezuelan uh, tall ship coming for one of the visits here in like 86. George Tucker on, on the left with his wife and another sailboat scene. George actually saved the Vollmer and the Borges collection. The pilot in the late 70s gathered all the old photographs from the 30, 20s, 30s, 40s, and early 50s, and they didn't need it anymore. So they were about ready to throw it out, and George said, hey, wait, wait, wait. If, you're not, if you don't want it anymore, then give it to a library. <laughs> so basically, uh, most of the images that you've seen tonight were saved by Carol or by George Tucker. And of course, Carol donated his collection to the library uh, right before he died. To give you an idea, if you want to see some of the images tonight, and as we start scanning more images through the collection, the library, I'll do a little plug for us. We have an online gallery for these images. You can go through the library's website and through the genealogy section, and it'll say image collection. And you can actually browse through some of the images that we've scanned in the past. We're in the process of moving over to a brand new system, which hopefully will come out in a few weeks. You can email us. There's some links that you can send us an email saying, hey, I know that person, or that's my school, or here's a story of what happened at this time. Right now, we have about over 60,000 images in our collection. We've been scanning for about seven years, the sergeant room staff. Peggy's helped me, Donna, Robert, Bill, all of us down at the sergeant collection. We've been working on this. Of course, a lot of them came from Borges and Carol Walker. So we hope to have as, as many of them as we can to go up online. Not only are we doing pictures, we're also doing maps and large photographs and images of Norfolk. This is actually an 1889 map of downtown. This is an 1850 railroad map of eastern United States. This was actually in a very small pamphlet, and we unfolded it, and sure enough, this is what came out. And of course, postcards. 
And that's it for tonight.